John Eastman is a professor of law at Chapman University School of Law. He also used to be the dean there, also worked in the Reagan administration. Uh, John, thank you very much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Larry, thanks so much for having me back on. I always love doing your show. John, so much to talk about. We've got Sessions testifying tomorrow, of course, the Comey testimony. We've got um, two uh, state attorneys general who filed a lawsuit claiming that Donald Trump has violated the emoluments clause of the Constitution. Uh, we've got the uh, travel ban being struck down again, uh, sanctuary cities. Let's talk about Sessions first. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? He, he said he was going to recuse himself, but the argument is he was somehow involved in the firing of James Comey. Well, yeah, I mean, what he said he was going to recuse himself from was uh, an investigation into Russian contacts uh, with the campaign since he uh, was a, a very early supporter and advisor to the campaign. But that's not a recusal from anything swirling around in Washington, D.C., uh, involving anybody who's ever uh, looked at the, the Russian uh, connection. And, and we know we now know there is no Russian connection. There's absolutely no evidence of it. And, and this notion that he needs to continue to keep recusing himself is just a, a, a longstanding attempt to obstruct him from doing the job uh, that President Trump nominated him to do. Is it your view that, uh, that James Comey did not make out a case for obstruction of justice, did not even come close? Not even close. Mm-hmm. Not even close. There's no obstruction of justice. Uh, uh, for, first of all, the statute says that uh, anything has to be done corruptly. Uh, the president did not order him to stop an investigation, even if he had, if the point was that he thought Mike Flynn had, had, had suffered enough. Uh, that's sufficient. Uh, it's not corruption. Uh, when the president, who is the chief executive and, and Comey's boss, Comey, Comey only exercised power that the president has, uh, decides, you know, given the balance, we're not going to pursue this any further. He could have issued a direct order, and it wouldn't have been obstruction of justice. John Eastman, as between Trump saying to Comey, can you let this go, versus Loretta Lynch approaching Comey and saying, can you no longer call the Hillary investigation an investigation, call it a matter? It seems to me the latter is more serious than the former. Well, it is. Uh, you know, she she was taking uh, uh, talking points from a political campaign uh, and trying to weigh in to skew or to spin the narrative of the investigation that was going on into her now admitted illegal conduct. Is that not obstruction of justice? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And and quite frankly, uh, the, 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 the 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 chance meeting on the tarpac of of two airplanes <laughs> with people who have. Uh, you know, intense Secret Service uh, <laughs> coverage uh, uh, was was also an obstruction of justice. I'm sure they just talked about their their kids' cookie recipes. What utter nonsense and what idiots they must think we are to buy such nonsense. John Eastman is my guest, a former dean at Chapman University College of Law, still teaches there. The optics, I would think, would be bad, uh, John. Hillary, uh, after Comey lays out this case for her violating the Espionage Act, walks. Uh, but uh, Donald Trump, who says to James Comey, can you let this go? He's accused of obstruction of justice. It just seems to me that that in and of itself is a political argument that I would not want to want to make with a straight face if I were a Democrat. Well, and Larry, you know, it's it's now part and parcel of the way law is being managed in this country. I have a, a front-page column in the Los Angeles and San Francisco Daily Journals on last Thursday called uh, The Judicial Double Standard, and it looks at the immigration order from the Fourth Circuit. Uh, where it was admitted that if an identical order had been issued by President Hillary Clinton, it would have been constitutional, but because it was issued by this president, it's unconstitutional. 
Well, John, let's talk about that, because my understanding is what the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals did today was to ignore the statements that Trump had made as a candidate and as president and just looked at the executive order itself, and they determined that it was not constitutional. Am I wrong about well, that? Well, they, 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 they did, and, 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 and they said because uh, the president has done something here beyond what the statute authorized. Mm-hmm. The statute uh, is very clear here. It says any time the president determines it's in the national interest, he has the authority to block the admission of any alien or class of alien. It doesn't get any uh, any less ambiguous than that or any more clear than that. Uh, and, and the president issued an executive order nearly identical in wording to the one that President Carter issued in 1979 after our embassy in Tehran was taken over, denying admission to Iranians. Uh, you know, one of the same six countries that are listed in his current order. Uh, and, and that one was challenged through the courts and upheld. Uh, so, again, the double standard here. If it's by uh, most presidents, it would be perfectly valid in, in recognition of the president's authority under the Constitution. But because it's this president, the courts are striking it down. My guest is Dr. John Eastman, professor of law at Chapman University College of Law. Uh, John, I spent probably less time on the emoluments clause when I was in law school than I did on the Second Amendment. Tell us what the emoluments clause is and what's the argument that Donald Trump has violated it? Well, you know, the argument that he's violating it is a, a pretty big stretch, and I'll explain that in a minute. But it's Article One, Section 9, Clause 8 of the Constitution, and it begins, No title of nobility shall be granted to the United, by the United States. This is designed to make sure we're never going to become an, an official aristocracy. And no person holding any office um, shall, without the consent of the Congress, accept of any present emolument, office, or title of any kind, whatever, from any king, prince, or foreign state. And the idea there is to not have our president uh, bound by being, you know, named a, a, a duke to the Great Britain or a marquis to the to the Kingdom of France or what have you. Um, and this is what the clause is designed to do. It's never been understood as preventing uh, any uh, office holder. Remember, it's not just the president. It applies to every office holder uh, in the federal government uh, from, from, for example, accepting uh, uh, profits at, at fair market value on any investments they have, even if somebody that purchased their services happens to be a foreign government or a foreign king or prince. The sure. Hillary investigation, is it still ongoing? Well, uh, one assumes so, and I, I think your, your, the caller's comment there was, was particularly on point. What about the money that went into the Clinton Foundation from foreign governments while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of the State, lining her pockets and her family and her staff so she could be running a shadow presidential campaign with money that they were extorting, <laughs> uh, you know, not to put too fine a spin right. on it, uh, from foreign governments as a, as a pay-to-play scheme while she was Secretary of State. Now, that one is a direct violation of the Emoluments Clause. Uh, this was, this was pay-to-play. This is the very thing the Emoluments Clause was designed to protect against. The Obama administration reached a, reached a deal with her on taking office that they could continue to receive monies from these foreign countries to the Clinton Foundation while she was Secretary of State. Uh, but the, the Emoluments Clause says without the consent of Congress. It doesn't say without the consent of the president who just appointed you to be Secretary of State. Hmm. Your opinion, John Eastman, of James Comey, is he was he in over his head, made a bunch of bad decisions, otherwise a good man, a corrupt man? What's your opinion of him? Well, I think he's hyper-partisan, and he's 
but he's very clever at playing the Washington game uh, to try and make it appear as if he's neutral. That press conference last summer about Hillary Clinton documented title and verse of, of felony conduct by Hillary Clinton. And then he had the temerity to say that no reasonable prosecutor would bring an indictment based on this evidence. That was patently false. Uh, and that combined with the Bill Clinton meeting with uh, Loretta Lynch on the tarmac in Phoenix ensured that nobody else was going to follow up on what any reasonable prosecutor would have would have done, which is to bring indictments for clearly uh, violations of the Espionage Act, of the Classified Documents Act, um, of the archives requirements of federal of, of federal uh, uh, documents, all sorts of things that he had documented. Uh, and then the little maneuver he did last October, saying, well, I've got reopened the investigation and now I've shut it down. Uh, I mean, the, the, whether to bring indictments is not the FBI director's job. His job is to do the investigation and to hand it over to the Department of Justice. So he was trying to take this issue off the table for Hillary Clinton, and we ought never have an FBI director that is so actively involved in trying to skew an election as he was. My guest is John Eastman, professor of law at Chapman College of Law. Uh, John, I want your prediction on two things before you go. The first is, what ultimately will, will happen with the Robert Mueller investigation, in your opinion? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, everybody that I know who knows Robert Mueller, and I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. tells me he's a stand-up guy. But I also know that he's a very close friend of, of Comey's. And if the, if the direction of the investigation starts pointing at Comey, uh, what will he do? And I don't know the answer to that. Uh, so I, you know, and, and until we can figure out what he's going to do in that situation, I don't think we've got a good read on what he's going to do on the broader investigation. Um, what is your theory about why Donald Trump is giving people the impression that he has tapes? My theory is that um, he wanted uh, Comey to confirm that he told Trump three times that he, Trump, was not a uh, target of the investigation. If uh, if Comey knew that there was a tape corroborating this and, and Comey did not volunteer this information, it makes Donald Trump look uh, vindicated and it makes Trump look as if it makes Comey look as if he had something to hide. Also, but- if it's true that uh, that uh, uh, Comey might have told Trump that Loretta Lynch approached him and said, call this investigation a matter, the Hillary thing, and and Comey does not volunteer that information. It looks as if Comey also uh, had an argument against Loretta Lynch and didn't admit it. So Trump made him put that in his statement that he, that he Comey put out before he testified before Congress. But for Comey thinking that there was a tape, he would not have volunteered that information, let alone volunteer that on three occasions he told Trump he wasn't a target. Your thoughts. Well, that's right, and 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 what we what the trial balloons that Comey's friends were floating before the testimony, and before President Trump made that statement suggesting there might be a tape, was that he he had never told President Trump that he wasn't under investigation. Right. And so and so the tweet suggesting there might be a tape has got to give Mr. Comey some pause for concern when he's going up to testify under oath to Congress. Um, because if there is a tape and he's, we've got him on tape saying, you know, you're not under investigation right. three times, uh, John, and then he lies to Congress John, on that. He, John, he, John, he just, just John, few seconds left. Uh, Golden State versus Cleveland. <laughs> Boy. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in California, so I suppose I ought to be rooting for gold. Uh, you're out of here, Eastman. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks Take for coming care. on. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.